Hey everybody, John Fenn here, Church Without Walls International, C-W-O-W-I.org. We are a house church network in many nations throughout the world, everybody on the same spiritual page. We celebrate Christ in us. We rotate homes and rotate who leads as uh, homes and, and such are available. That way everybody gets to share what Christ is doing in them. And then when you outgrow a home, because everyone is used to rotating and leading, you just multiply out and just like a cell divides and you stay related to each other. And we're all about the discipleship process. If you go to our website, cwowi.org, you can find information about house church. You can find some videos there, articles, uh, things of that nature. Sign up for my weekly thoughts, which are a weekly teaching that comes out and a monthly e-newsletter. That's where we put word of our next Zoom meetings, our conferences, and things of that nature. Uh, so if you enjoy the teaching here, then uh, it's in written form every Friday coming to your inbox. So today talking about the, the soldier, the athlete, and the farmer. It's from 2 Timothy chapter 2. Uh, verses 1 through 7, where Paul tells Timothy to be strong in the grace that is found in the Lord Jesus. In other words, that's not strong in, in unmerited favor. That's it's strong in the empowerment in, uh, provided by the grace of the Lord Jesus. And the first thing he says there is to uh, endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. For no man entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please, please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. Now, if you take this apart, you have to understand uh, that it, it presents a, a, a strong image to Timothy. In fact, Paul ends in, in verse 7, he says, consider all these things and the Lord give you understanding of them. Uh, the word consider means to think on, to have revelation of, to perceive something. And he said, the Lord give you understanding. That word understanding means to put it together, that the Lord will assemble it or put it together for you. And what's he talking about when he's talking about endure the hardness of, of a soldier? He says, no man, who no man that goes to war entangles himself with the affairs of this life. The word entangle means to weave together. Now, in Roman times, in Paul's first century time, I'll put it that way, the Romans looked for the hardest uh, of people, the people who'd had the worst lives. You see, this ties to us because in, in this life, in our churchianity you know, culture, we think, oh, God can't love me, God can't use me, God doesn't want me because of the life that I've led, because of the mistakes that I've made. But in fact, Paul tells Timothy, he says, endure hardness like a good soldier for no man who goes to war entangles himself with the things of this life so that he can please him who's called him to be a soldier. You see, the Romans looked for the people who, just like you, they'd had a rough life. They knew in Paul's day, they, they knew far, they wanted farmers and ranchers and construction people and people who'd had, who were used to working in all kinds of weather and used to working when they didn't feel good and when they were tired. And this ties to us because Many of us has gone through life. You've gone through, you know, the, the wars of life, the battles of life. You've got the scars to prove it, the emotional scar, the, the, the baggage, you know, uh, sometimes physical scars of what life has done to you. And, and, and Satan would tell you and churchianity and church culture would tell you, you know, you can't serve the Lord. You can't be successful with the Lord. God doesn't want you. Maybe you've lost your salvation because, because you think, you know, this is my past and, and you have a hard time letting go of it. You don't realize the very thing that you think disqualifies you for the Lord is actually qualifies you for the Lord. The things that you think disqualify you actually qualify you. Uh, you know, Paul said, no man who, who goes to war goes to war entangles himself with the affairs of this life. The word entangle means to weave together or to, to fold over one onto another. 
And he says the the affairs of this life is the Greek word where we get, it's called pragmateo. It's where we get pragmatic. It means the everyday, normal, mundane things of life. You see, when, when, um, they had, when a person became a soldier in the Roman army, it meant that they would camp outside of the city so that they would not uh, tempt the soldiers with the city life, with the pragmatic things, with the attractions of the city. And and it, it harkens to us in Christ that we, there is a separation between us and the world system and, and that we don't entangle ourselves. We don't weave our lives together with the the entanglement, the love of this world, the, the, the system of this world. Um, and it says, and Paul said, so that it would, you would please him who called you to be a soldier. Uh, the, the word invite or chosen him, actually, in the King James, chosen him to be a soldier, is the word strato-logio. Strato-logio. Strato means strategy, and logio means to think through. In other words, that you may please him who called you w- with a strategy in mind. So what this is saying is, is that the, the Lord is looking for people who have had a rough life, who have who know what sin is. And like a soldier for him, you're not going to entangle yourselves with the things of this world any longer. The things which used to attract you, you're, you're spiritually camped outside the city so that you don't become uh, involved, entangled, interwoven with the mundane things of this world, the, the things that everybody else is involved with, because you see the the, the death involved and the, the path of destruction that's going there. And he said, uh, again, Second Timothy chapter 2 and verse 4, that he may may please him who called him with a strategy, strato legeo. The, the, the Lord has something in mind for you. He's got a strategy in mind. That's why he called you. So that's an amazing thing uh, to, to, to endure like a soldier. And he also said to train or one who seeks for the masteries is not crowned and yes, unless he strives lawfully. That's talking about the athlete. The athlete in training in Paul's day would enter the gymnasium and take off their their street clothes so that they would be completely naked. This is like going into Christ. We 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 shed the old and and we they're there naked before him. And then that athlete would then lay down on a table and the trainer, who is a type of the Lord here, rubs into their body oil and uh, just your standard olive oil all over their body. And then you know what happens? That athlete would go and sit in a sauna. And and they would let that oil bake in. They let their muscles loosen up. And then they'd come back in. They'd get another layer of oil from their trainer. And when it was time to, to practice or to go into the gymnasium to, to wrestle with the opponent, that trainer would put on a different type of oil, one that had been um, homogenized, so to speak, one that had air in it. It was lard. It was, it was olive oil that had been treated uh, so that it was slippery and it was more like lard, what we would t- say today. Or, or you think of butter, you think of grease, and it was a grease uh, made of olive oil that was put on top of the standard issue olive oil. You see, when we come in to the Lord, we shed our, our worldly clothes. We're naked before him, but then he immediately clothes us with an anointing of oil, just like that athlete. And yes, we go and bake in the sauna. We have things that happen to us, and, and that oil soaks in, the presence of the Lord soaks in while we're enduring the heat of life. And and everything. Then we come back out and, and he gives us a massage and puts on more oil and lets us know we belong to him. And, and then that trainer sends us out into battle, but he does so equipped with that layer of, of lard, that layer of, 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 of slippery, gelatin-like 
uh, oil that is on us and it makes us slippery to the enemy. And the wrestler would go out into the arena naked, clothed only with that first layer of oil for them personally. And then that second layer of oil on them, that, that lard, that grease on them. And the enemy, would, that opponent would have a hard time grabbing hold of them because of that layer of grease on them. And then when the battle was done, that, that, that athlete would come back in and the trainer would scrape that off that 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 lard off that grease off of them and it will be recycled and reused and cleaned up for another battle and that's like us going into battle we feel the presence of the lord we feel an anointing for that and then when it's when the battle is done we're, it, you feel that anointing lift you feel that presence lift and you're left just with the oil that you have of the holy spirit just you and the lord that your trainer has given to you and you know what after that battle that that athlete will go back into the sauna again and and let that soak in and let his recovery happen and then come back out for another layer of of oil and and massage from the trainer and so tim paul using this imagery would would it would have been understood by timothy paul using this that's why he said you know the lord Lord give you understanding. And I don't have time to get into the farmer except this. He says the farmer must partake first of the fruit that he's working. And there are different ways to plant the seed in, in those days as it is today. Uh, but but Paul said this, you must partake of what you're sowing. In other words, you got to practice what you preach. And so anyway, just to share with you this day, these elements of the the really briefly of the soldier, the athlete, and the farmer to realize the Lord has called you uh, in Him with a strategy, the strategio. Uh, he has a plan. He he has he has things in mind for you, and we must be mindful as well that we are in Him and separate from the things of the world we observe. But let us not entangle ourselves with the things which bring us down. All right, I hope this has been a blessing to you. CWOWI.org, John Finn. God bless. It's all about the discipleship uh, process in our lives. I hope this has been a blessing to you. Thanks.